0: It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon. The Death Star. An armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet... Persuaded by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy.
1: Welcome to The Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy!
2: Hello and welcome to The Waltz Vault, episode 86! Uh, I would like to take a moment to thank all of you who have subscribed to this show. You're my favorite type of person, and then I would (laughs) like to thank... Uh, patrons of the show who went to patreon.com slash the wallfall and our patrons of the show you're my extra favorite types of persons
1: Andre's just in a really good mood right now because of what we're doing right now also we just got fed so oh there's that yeah but why are you
3: excited what are we doing
1: this week
2: we are talking about the
3: little mermaid 2 return to the sea
2: 1977 Return to the sea. (laughs) Live action. (laughs) Into the sea we go. Space opera. uh, Space opera. Fantasy. (laughs) uh, Blockbuster. Treasure planet? Star Wars. A New Hope. Episode four.
1: Yeah, I didn't know dum, how to dum, like dum, write all that dum. out when I was on Instagram. I was like, which comes first? And I redid it like three <laughs> times, and I was like, done, just leaving it.
3: Well, so when it came out, was it called episode one? No. No.
2: no. It didn't have an episode. Oh. It was called New Hope. It, it was just Star no. Wars and New it Hope. Was, it also wasn't a New Hope. It was What's called Star Wars when it came out. Uh, yep, that's Star it. Wars. Wow, Andre's
3: going to teach us some knowledge. But oh, yeah. Before we get into this, um, Captain's teaching stuff.
1: If you don't know what that's from, then you're done.
3: Andre has seen this she movie. She doesn't know. That's I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andre has seen this movie ten thousand times. I've probably seen this movie five times. Emily didn't remember it. I think Louise kind of remembered it. So should we do first impression upon this feeling? Let's just do. Let's just do impression. Just do it. Of Star Wars in general or this movie?
1: The well, this movie because we're only talking.
3: We're only talking about
1: this. And everyone's movie. looking oh. at Michelle right now. We're only talking this we're only movie. We're talking about
2: Episode Four. <laughs>
1: I want to hear nothing Baby about nothing. Yoda? No. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, hey! If you want to hear us talk about Baby Yoda, though, we're gonna do uh, our after-show, a crack in the vault, Later. right after this. and We're gonna talk about oh, the first God. season of The Mandalorian. So go to <laughs> patreoncom slash I'm
1: gonna take this moment to apologize for my husband. Who what did he say? He has the microphone in his face all the time, but he's in the other room right. screaming in, and so you might hear him. I don't know. I didn't hear him. I got. What did he say? Okay. He said he laid an egg. Which oh. you know, in reference <laughs> okay. to baby, we'll Yoda. talk about that. Okay. But, Louise, I'm telling you, when you would like to talk, put the microphone yeah. next to your mouth. We gotta He's get him some a, milk. We gotta
2: get him a headset. Oh my God, Louise likes milk. He's getting some Bluetooth milk. Headset.
3: Anyways, um, Andre, let's let you start. Well, well, actually,
2: I wanted to start with you. No. Yeah.
3: No. Yeah. No. Because I'm gonna
2: be long winded.
3: <laughs> um, okay, first impression of this Star Wars movie. No, give me your first impression the first time you watched it because
1: you're the only one who didn't watch. You watched it as an okay, adult for yes. the first time. Right.
3: So, so fun fact about me, I had probably only seen maybe like 30 minutes of a Star Wars movie here or there when it was on TV and my father was watching it. Uh, so I hadn't seen Star Wars until Andre and I were dating and he was like, you're watching Star Wars. Um, so this is a
1: prerequisite to marriage, Missy. Yeah, a prerequisite basically to it was third date,
3: and, and, was and like, I'm not I'm not mad about mean. it because I'm kind of <laughs> Star Wars obsessed now. It's an issue. Um, my first impression, like when I watched this movie, first off was I thought it like the the creatures looked fake and stuff. I mean, what this movie came out in '77, but I also mm. still felt like it held up extremely well. Like. Most of the time, I, if I'm watching a movie from the 70s and it's live action, I'm probably not enjoying it that much, necessarily. Yeah. So I think, like, the first time I watched it, I really, really liked that. Um, it was good, and then each movie after kept getting better. So that's, like, what hooked me in more. Sure. But I think, like, as an introduction to characters and a storyline and things like that that can be developed even more, it's a super good first movie. And for its time, it was absolutely amazing. It's not the one that I go back to to, like, watch now that I've seen all of the Star Wars right, movies. Right, right. Everybody has a select few that they want to go watch. But it's up there, like, compared to the others. It's really, really good. And, it's, and it guess it made me start liking Star Wars. So go on New Hope. Boom. All right, Emily, this can view Can you hear the baby? Through the microphone. She's uh, laughing at Louis. Only
4: a little bit. <laughs> the Louis. baby is,
1: if you can hear my baby, she is going like nuts laughing right now. And it's distracting because it's so cute. She
2: having a giggle fit.
1: Yeah, she giggling. Um. So my first, okay, so my impression, I will say, I, I watched this as a kid and I remember liking it as a kid. Um. I remember. I, uh, pause. I almost said it in the theater.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely watched the it
1: in the theater. I was like, wow, you're so lucky. I <laughs> I know. I did what? What? Luis said, said technically, technically I did. Again, he's talking without the microphone. Very I far away from the I'm lights. confused as to what he's saying. Okay, um yeah. I will say number one that I like episode four, five, and six better than obviously one, two, and three, but also Amen. but also better than
4: seven eight
1: seven eight, two rogue eleven. Solo. I like these the best. Yes. Um so that makes me happy. But Luis Told me when we went sat down to watch this viewing that we had watched this movie like last year or something, mm. and I seriously do not remember. Like, I feel like I either blocked <laughs> it out or just absolutely was not paying attention. But I'm like that with
3: certain movies, too. So, but wait,
2: did you guys just watch this one, or did you watch all three of them
1: at the time? Um, apparently, we watched all three because we oh have okay. them on DVD. Gotcha. Um, but. My point in bringing that up is, is that it, this was almost like a first impression. So we rewatched all the movies because we had all the DVDs, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. But I swear I didn't watch them because when we rewatched this movie all together the other night, there was so many things that were like, "Hold on, what?" Mm. Just because I haven't seen it in so long, "quote unquote." Um, but first impression, I do like it. Um, I am not a huge Star Wars fan in general, but I liked it. So. Franchise-wise, eh,
3: it's cool. Mm. But I liked this movie. But, I mean, coming from someone who's not a huge Star Wars fan, if they like the movie, that's a pretty good sign, that's right? True. Yeah, I think so. And, and like you said, it holds up well enough for yeah. us to watch it,
1: what, 30, uh, Forty. 40 years later? Forty and, years and later. Be cool I mean, we that.
3: could tell what effects they're using. And they we did watch the remastered version, so they had added in some CG stuff, but it's yes. still very good. Lou, spec- what's your first
1: impression? Edition. Or impression? Or impression
0: i liked it a lot um i think i saw the one that did not have a remastered version of it oh did you and i know we are probably going to talk about that whole remastered stuff yeah mm-hmm. we'll, we'll yeah we will on it. On it. i'll save what i have to say about that later but i liked it out of all of them i'm going to go against you guys and say one two and three were Pretty dang good as yeah. far as the storyline goes. That's mm-hmm. what you said the
3: other day. You like one, two, three.
0: I appreciate the storyline as a fan of the series. Was it poorly executed? Damn straight diggity. But <laughs> the story behind it, to me, it was mo- uh, had more sustenance. sustenance yeah. to it I don't disagree with you
3: because I do find myself going, uh, one, I completely leave out. I'd go back to 2, 3 for like, storyline stuff and it is good like it's visually appealing and stuff there's a lot of
2: conceptual stuff that's 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 good in those movies storyline i
0: thought it was great like i said in terms of the big picture the writing well it brings
1: together a storyline that's already yeah
0: that's already
3: yeah which is always
0: cool and that may be the feeling that i get with those brings you up to speed i really still like this one still it was good
3: and I think uh, before Anjali gets into his long-winded first impression, because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be long, I think something we we watched this, all four of us watched this together, which was really good, I think, that we did. Yeah. But I think something that hit us was like a nostalgia factor, like seeing those three actors, one of whom has passed, like, very young, mm-hmm. which is, like, really cool. You know well, what I mean? When you go back and see that, it's like, whoa. Well, and especially now that we're rewatching, well, not
1: rewatching, but now we have very realistic, up-to-date versions of these characters mm-hmm. in real time mm-hmm. um, playing the same character, just older. It's not just like you're like, oh, well, I mean, I've seen Harrison Ford play something in his older years. No, it's Harrison Ford playing Han Solo right. as, and an he
3: d- still that, as an old looks dude. Looks.
0: <laughs> Wait, and I think, Andre, you said this was the second major motion film? He did American, American graffiti, graffiti
2: before this, and that, that was basically it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was it was pretty
0: good in that. I yeah. Like oh, I, I've actually never seen it. I should probably watch that. It's good.
1: Well, it's funny because before you get into your long-winded response, the reason you want to see American Graffiti is because who is it um, directed by?
0: George. And Lucas.
1: where do we live? Well, yeah, Louise, talking to your microphone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same person who directed Star Wars. Yeah, yes.
3: exactly. But and and the do importance we live?
1: of that is.
2: Motown, baby! We live in Manesto,
3: where George Lucas was born, and every year we have an American Graffiti Festival, and they play the movie at the State Theater, which I've done and gone and seen, and they mm-hmm. drive around in their yeah. old cars, and George Lucas comes out in the parade, and he just waves. We're yeah. right
2: in the middle of s- Star Wars land. Yes, we are. Right here. Not really. My best friend. I've never seen Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, babe. Oh, Go yeah. for it. So my, uh, my first impression. Well. Um, <laughs> well. Well. Uh this movie is like very important to me and and I think it's because I this type of movie this like hero's journey kind of thing is like what I really grew up on and all those types of stories are amazing and I think this is the best one and I saw this at an age, probably I probably watched this for the first time in like 1998 or 1999. Mm-hmm. Whenever my dad saw that they were making more Star Wars and mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, that's right, Star Wars exists. I better show this to the nerd boy I got." Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> the nerd boy I got. <laughs> and he did, and I like fell in love with it. So I watched it a lot of times, <laughs> uh, just just a few just a few uh, few times, um, and. Every time I feel like I get something new out of it, mm-hmm. which which feels good. Um, so upon this viewing, um, I enjoyed it uh, uh, a whole bunch, and that's mostly because I just watched the Empire of Dreams documentary about mm-hmm. Star Wars, which is on Disney Plus. Um, I I highly suggest that you go watch it; it's it's fantastic if you want to learn more about Star Wars. And so that gives me an even deeper appreciation of this movie upon this
4: viewing
1: well and that was really cool too because like we're watching the movie and andre was able to give us information from that documentary and and you know we kind of paused and he would be like well right here they did xyz or, and they changed this up or they did this and it's interesting because not many movies that i've ever seen even old ones have been re well even remastered or added things in but, well, reworked, or, but a reworked a lot yeah. Yeah. like changed scenes mm-hmm. added, so that's really interesting too scenes.
2: yeah it's a, yeah this movie has been updated over time which doesn't happen to a ton of movies
3: that's but, a george uh, lucas thing cuz he was he was george waiting for us lucas to have thing. the tech that's why he didn't do the prequels yeah. That's what, an ha- in- what an interesting. He could have started. Well, he could have. Yeah, he could have started with those, but he was like, nah, I gotta save the good Jedi stuff until we got more technology." <laughs> the
2: dude was was legit a genius, and yeah, and, and this movie in particular like really shows off how much of a genius he was. Because because before this movie, there weren't giant blockbusters like this. This mm-hmm. was like the first huge modern blockbuster in in film history it was
3: in the theater for like a year
2: yeah yeah for a year and then and then you know it subsequent re-releases and and, and whatnot it was extremely popular That's crazy it was also like a crazy movie like the the effects and stuff that he set up to make this were completely unheard of i think he like built computers he, he started um ilm the industrial light and magic which uh eventually went on to create the first Pixar computer, and that's how that company got started. He created Lucasfilm and LucasArts and... um, What was the other one? THX, the sound thing that you hear in kind of every movie. Before he did Star Wars and before he did American Graffiti, he made a short film called THX 1138 or something like that, which is like a weird sci-fi black-and-white movie that I have not watched. Um, So, yeah, so he built so much stuff that... Hollywood is now like reaping the huge benefits riding from. on the backs of, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And
3: all right, George.
2: It's crazy because when I think of
3: Because he went to Downey High School.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes he did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my mom likes to remind me of that a lot. I went to Downey. And that's where <laughs> like he George went. George
2: Lucas. We're the same.
4: <laughs> Y'all were uh, there <prepared laughs> my grandma
3: <laughs> to the dentist because <laughs> it's on Coffee Road in Modesto. <laughs>
1: oh my God, that's where George Lucas went to that's actual. where
4: George Lucas went to the dentist. <laughs> I don't think he went to the same
1: dentist. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nobody that goes there probably cares. They're like, cool.
4: <laughs>
2: Great. Um, so yeah, this movie is a is a touchstone and a, and a classic <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a feature. And I likes it.
1: And I likes it.
2: Impression over.
1: So overall, and I'm not trying to dumb down the storyline, but overall it's pretty simple. Very simple. Yeah. Which actually gives it to me more merit mm-hmm. because they played into the simplicity of the story like they allowed it to kind of be you know a boy luke right Mm -hmm. luke wants to get off his planet wants to do something big immediately gets the opportunity Mm -hmm. jumps planet gets into like the craziest situations possible and then ends up becoming a rebel at the end.
2: Yes, a hero, but,
1: which is a, a hero <laughs> in mm-hmm. our senses. Yeah, that always yeah he gets a medal. One hundred percent always confused <laughs> me as a kid because they were called the rebels. Uh-huh. So to me in my in my kid head, because I watched it younger than. Mm. So how old do you think you were when you first watched Probably it?
2: Like. Seven or eight or uh, nine or something. I was like that? probably
1: similar, and I remember hearing rebels and stuff. And in my mind, rebels were bad, bad. right? Yeah. Because in the when you hear the word yeah.
4: like oh rebels, rebel. that makes sense, right?
1: Yeah. So mm. I always couldn't figure out which one was which.
2: It's the good rebels and the evil Galactic Empire.
1: But doesn't Galactic Empire sound so cool? Yeah, I'm just it does. It's crazy. I'm just saying. But anywho, um, I think that that's so cool that they were able to put so much good stuff. Into a very simple story. Yeah. It's totally.
2: like, hey, what if uh, a fairy tale happened in space, basically? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll tell you this, too, that I do remember the first time I saw it, or at least when I was a kid, thinking that the spaceships, especially like the first run, right, where the, what is that, a speeder, or a, not a speeder. Um, a Star Destroyer. Yeah, the, the Star Destroyer comes in. I remember thinking like, oh, my God, that's so scary. Yeah, Like as a kid. And it even in the 90s, that was, you know, they had come up with cooler technology than that. But sure. it just holds up so well. Yeah,
2: it, it holds up crazy, crazy well. Um, so yeah, we, are we going to jump into the plot? What should we do? Whatever
1: okay. you want to do. I, I, I mean, we can talk music first because that's my <gasps> favorite part of the whole thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> Michelle's favorite. <laughs> 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 just I hate do that do song. Do 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 <laughs> song. I hate it. What's it from, Lou?
0: Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
3: The Cantina band. Star Wars,
0: yeah. Louis See.
3: doesn't like the Cantina. B- he didn't like the aliens. It's, uh, it's a hive
2: of scum and villainy. Yeah. They're all scum in there.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> scummy, scum <laughs> with scummy
2: music. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, well, aside from the Cantina song, which I do like, uh, I like it. this movie has amazing music. Yeah. Johnny Dubs, the homie.
1: Johnny Williams, John Williams, um, Johnny Dubs does all the dubs.
2: I appreciate a lot of of different um, composers for movies, but Johnny Dubs takes the cake. He's number oh, one. Oh, for sure. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy.
3: He's I done every single Star Wars movie, correct?
2: Well, he's done all of the, the saga episodes. films. Yes. yes.
1: Mm-hmm. He, the thing about John Williams, I think, is that he has a larger than life sound. Mm-hmm. And that always brings a touch of unique... Um, it's it's nostalgia, but it's also just like um, power to his songs. Yeah, I mean, like think triumph. about think about the first thing that you hear when Star Wars <laughs> starts. It's, just, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> an explosion of sound.
3: And Andre gets so stinking excited every time. We just saw yeah. episode... Nine. Nine in the, th- in the theater, and he waits for that moment, like when it goes black, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then it plays the sound. It's iconic. It's beautiful. It's amazing.
2: It's awesome. It's, it's the greatest. And then it, that leads into the uh, the lovely crawl that we bum, heard bum, Luis bum, uh, bum, read at the beginning of this episode. Bum. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and the crawl is very, like, old school. The show It's like hey, it. Hell, hello, folks.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> here's, it also is easy. Some information
3: Yeah, it's also easy because they're going to tell you exactly where you are. Like this is yeah. what's happening. Here mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. they don't have to set it up. Ta-da. More than that, actually, you know what I kind
1: mean? of like it because if you get all that, then it's like jump into the story. Like, y'all, we mm-hmm. already halfway there. Exactly. No, they are.
3: They're halfway through the story
0: already. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You guys are gonna laugh. My favorite part of about that whole thing is when you're getting towards the end. It has that little. Mm, jingle. <laughs> <laughs> like like that like the whole thing is that it's very big like you guys say but to me the best part about it is right when it kind of sorry th- when it's, does, it's tri- yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and
1: it <laughs> andre could work. probably yeah. do it like perfectly
0: <laughs> no i can't I can't. i can't
2: uh recreate all those instruments with, with my mouth well what, what the heck I'm you sorry. did the
1: lightsaber for freaking three hours oh in my yeah. on my couch. You can't do the jingle. Light-
2: <laughs> yeah, lightsaber's funner. <laughs> 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 um, yep. <That's>
3: my <laughs> husband. <laughs> the music
2: so was what we were talking about, right? Well, yes. it's good. I it's mean,
3: I don't think anyone's gonna say it's bad. All Star Wars music good. is good. It just is.
2: Uh, I, I realized something the other day, or uh, uh, while I was watching the documentary, is that this movie took place in the seventies, and a lot of the seventies movies have like a lot of like seventies music
3: in them. Not this one. And this
2: one could have had like a bunch of disco beats as Luke is like running through That's the Death Star and stuff. How awful Can you imagine? Oh my it,
3: gosh!
1: Holy be Thank the, the good Lord. The music
2: like really, really brings this movie together. I think it's a major, major part of what makes it good. Like, if it was any other music or if it was horrible disco or whatever, it it, it truly would be a clunker of a movie, I think.
1: No, I agree.
3: It
2: removes, like, 40% of its charm.
1: Oh,
3: definitely. Mm. Luis, you want to know why I like episode one and the only reason I like episode one is Duel of the Fates. What happened to, we're talking about episode four. Well, he was talking about why he liked one, (laughs) two, three, and we're talking about music, and Emily's (laughs) giving me eyes. (laughs) I can't do it, y'all. I can't do it. Okay, so this
1: is where we're going to start. I looked at everyone when we were watching the movie and I said, all that I ask is that you shut your face. Mm-hmm. I and
3: shut my face. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Apparently I did. not Never
1: mind. Everybody but Andre <laughs> had their mouths going. Louise
3: had his mouth going. Michelle had
1: her mouth going. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. Oh, well, thanks for reminding me. Well, now the movie's ruined. <laughs> listeners,
3: listeners, do you want to know what she forgot? <laughs> she forgot. Hey, that's, that's
2: not in this movie. It it's common knowledge. She
3: forgot that Darth Vader oh was Luke's goodness. father. <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> that
3: was
1: some Java stuff. Well, um, here's the deal. When I watch a movie, I'm I'm the opposite of everyone else. I get fully immersed in the moment of the movie. I try not to think about, like, in the future, here, there, everywhere. I think yeah. about what's happening right now. So if we're not there yet in the story, my brain's not there yet. Yeah. I literally live my day my life day to day okay I can't think about Sunday because tomorrow is Saturday you I'm, know I'm literally right. the
3: complete opposite <laughs> if I have Oof. seen an entire like every time we watch a Marvel movie I'm thinking about what happened in the Marvel movies before and the Marvel movies in the future like don't they know Thanos is gonna come they don't know yet <laughs> like that's just how my brain is like I can't <laughs> I can't do it so yes I did forget that
2: yeah that there are some familial relationships what going are you gonna on. do in this movie, but not, but not really, not really. But they didn't. None of movie. them know so right that, now.
3: Luke doesn't know. Leia doesn't know. That's a very Darth don't know.
2: That's a very interesting thing about the writing of this film. George Lucas wrote like a ton of stuff before he like finished started writing the script for this movie. Yeah, so sure. he just had a ton of background material and stuff like that, and then he realized that. Like if he was gonna make it, it's gonna have to be more than one movie. Definitely sure. for sure. So he took like the first act and cut that into a movie and the second act and cut that into a movie. Okay, so
3: he actually. already but knew about the familial well, relations no, before because, he made this movie. Because he
2: he had all of this information, but a lot of it was different than what we know of as sure. the movies mm-hmm. now. So he made this first movie, locked that in, and then by the time they got to the second movie they had to like he had to redo a bunch of stuff to make it bigger and better than the first movie, which Flew high above all expectations. I think
3: the second one, the one is second my one favorite. Is the, best. the second one is my Return favorite. Return of the Jedi?
0: No, that's the third one. Is that the <laughs> one where... Um, the
3: Empire Strikes Back.
0: Empire Strikes Back. Luke becomes uh. the baby of a oversized Yama? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, he, when he uh, hides in the belly.
3: Oh, the last one's with the, the Ewoks.
2: That's Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. That's your favorite.
3: That's my favorite one. Yes. That is mine. Um, I was getting confused about the order. <laughs> that was a good song. Yeah, <laughs> Thank so you. I, you know,
1: I, I worked on it. <laughs> yeah, so in this one, it was supposed
2: to be like the first one, episode one or whatever. But then by the time I think, I think it might have been right around episode five was coming out. He decided to name it episode five, and then mm-hmm. episode six, and that the, the one before was episode four. And then people were like, wait, 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 wait.
3: Oh, what? so did that when <laughs> the second one came out?
2: Hmm. I believe or the second one or the third one. It wasn't mm. it wasn't upon release of the first one.
3: George Lucas is a genius. He reeled you in and was like, hey,
2: hey. yeah, that's kind of the the biggest thing about this movie for me is that every time I watch it, I just want to watch more Star Wars. Oh, sure. Like yeah, that's that's, totally. that's all that it makes me want to do. I'm like, I liked all of that and I want more of it.
1: You know, but you know what's really cool is that you can watch this movie and it's 100% a standalone. Yes. Because yeah. they gave you everything you needed mm-hmm. to start the movie. You don't need to watch anything. It wasn't made to watch anything right. beforehand. No. Yeah. And you don't really have to watch more to feel like, because you know how, oh my God, I like but also hate, like Harry Potter mm-hmm. Part 7 and 8, mm-hmm. or what? Well, which it's two parts. Part you 8, know I mean? Part 1. Yeah. Part part and it's seven like. Part 1. Stop just <laughs> d- I mean, I realize there's a lot of material, but like yeah. the end of one movie feels like, ugh, right cliffhanger, right? This movie does not feel like that at no. all. It no. doesn't even hint towards like there's going to be it more is right. s-
3: It is a standalone and as a standalone, if I think of it as just a standalone and all I know about the current characters is all I know about them. I don't know that they're going to grow. I don't know anything. You don't know
2: where they came from. Then by
3: far Han Solo is the best character. Okay, hmm. let's do best character. Oh, okay, if I'm just treating this movie as a standalone, Luke is the most annoying person in the world. <laughs> True. Han Solo <laughs> is the best character, and Leia is kind of she kind of be a little bit, she but I like her.
4: You
2: know, you're not supposed to say that. I know. Um, <laughs> she's
3: a sasspot. Yes. She's a sasspot for sure. Sass. Luke is so um, annoying. He is Actually very. Luke is so
0: annoying. Right. Favorite character C3P0. <laughs>
3: yeah, we knew that was coming. Why do you like
1: 3PCCO? Three,
0: <laughs> three he's the only one with common sense.
1: He's a droid.
0: <laughs> he's the only one with common sense.
3: <laughs> I think Emily said when we were watching it, of course you like him. He's a rule follower. <laughs> yeah, and he's Louis definitely is a, rule a,
0: rule a rule follower. 3PO. Mm-hmm.
3: No, Han Solo, So am I R2-D2? There's a little man in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh yes. Remember Let's I told Emily that? That, that kind
4: of freaked yeah,
2: out. Yeah, so fun fact, if you don't know this, but in in the first Three Star Wars movies. Mm. R2D2 was not just a, a like robot that they built for the movie. He was a a, a prop, he, and and someone piloted him. Kenny Baker was an actor in the in the films, and he and he played R2D2. He was That's inside, so crazy driving him around,
1: moving his head. Didn't birds. I had to
3: pause the movie and be like, "There's a person in there." Yes. That mm-hmm. kind of
1: creeps me out, because no,
3: well it me out. But like, I think when we were, I can't w- think about him anything yeah. but a droid. But I also I mean, yeah. think like when I first watched these movies with Andre. I don't think I knew that... (laughs) I don't think I knew that there was an actor in C-3PO until it was, like, the Force Awakens premiere, and they had a picture of the actor, mm-hmm. and it said, oh. like, C-3PO, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know that was a person either. I just thought it was a robot, but that's good because then it was very convincing. Oh, it was yeah. very convincing. Like, very it's true. so well done that he, they all seem like robots. That just I just didn't robot. even notice. I was like, well, that's a robot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine. And I, like and I that thought that not called somebody robots. just, like, they're droids. they're droids, but I just thought it was a voice actor. Like, yeah, over the droid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I know
1: they're droids, but I like that in no way are they referenced to as as robots. robots. No, yeah.
3: they're droids. I
1: like that. That's
2: true. Did they say robot at any point?
3: I don't think I they don't say robot.
2: Scanning Star Wars database.
3: Mm. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I still think Han Solo is the best. Number one, it's Harrison Ford. Number two, Han Solo is the best character in the Star Wars universe for these first three movies because... He uh, he had the most growth in this movie. Um, he was a
1: uh, I don't think he had any growth, I think no, well, he came back
2: He came back, yeah, oh. he, had, he had some growth. He, he got
3: a medal. no he at first he was like at of first he was he in did. it for the money. yeah, I like when he tries to piss Luke off on purpose. it's funny. I yeah, like that it. is funny, because <laughs> Luke is so annoying. <laughs> He's
2: the funniest character, and he almost well he, he wasn't almost not in this movie, but Harrison Ford was not supposed to even audition for Star Wars. He, uh, Because he had been in American Graffiti and George Lucas wanted to use unknowns, he forbid him from auditioning. But, really? but after a certain point while they were casting, he had Harrison Ford sit in and read lines with the other actors. Mm-hmm. So he was playing Han Solo. Against all these other people, over and over and over again, and so George Lucas just watched him like become Han Solo over a couple of weeks, yeah. and so he was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, you're the one."
3: But <laughs> well, why did George yeah, Lu- George sure. Lucas wanted everybody to be unknown?
2: Not everybody, but he wanted the main three to be mostly unknowns, because that's because that's how he cast. Which his it movies.
3: is right, like that was their first movies. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, Besides Mark Hamill. Han Solo? Mark Hamill had been on TV, and um, Carrie Fisher. I mean it is is the daughter of of an actress and a yeah. and a producer, I think. But um, she hadn't been in anything. Yet? Uh, she hadn't been in anything big, no. Um, so then this this movie propelled all three of them to ultra mega stardom. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Especially um, Harrison Ford. Oh my gosh, he's in yeah. so many things.
2: The 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 best thing about the documentary is that he goes <laughs> he goes, oh, when I found out that it was success, I went like this, and he like rubs his hands together. He's like, yes, now I get to go to work. Now, the success of this has led me so that I can go out there and work as an
3: actor. Which is true it's because true. it's not even necessarily an actor's fault. Like, we've seen terrible movies where the actor is good, but they're probably not going to get another job because that movie wasn't that great. You know what I mean?
4: Right. Yeah.
3: I like me some Harrison. Who do you think is, is the best character out of this movie? Uh, if it's a standalone and you well, know nothing about their growth. Don't say Luke. Uh, okay. So, Luke. as a
2: kid, it's 100% Luke. Lucas definitely. The I don't remember the him being one. annoying. Because you want to be him. Right. I di- yes, exactly. I, I didn't remember him being annoying because I was him. Yes. I was like, somebody's coming to take me away, and I get a cool laser sword, and I get to push stuff
1: with my mind,
2: and <laughs> I get to blow up a gigantic intergalactic uh, uh, battle station.
1: Sounds pretty accurate. And, yeah. and it's
2: awesome. But uh, upon this viewing of us watching it, you're right. He he is pretty pretty whiny Gosh, as when a, he's as a on kid.
3: Tatooine and he's just like, "Oh my!
2: I wanted to go to Taji station to get some power converters." Yeah, that All exactly right.
3: that. Goodness <laughs> gracious.
0: <laughs> Calm oh. down. But
2: to be fair, he's 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 supposed to be <laughs> that was so perfect. He's supposed to be really a 20-year-old that um has been on his uncle's farm for too long and he's like, yeah. "I'm ready to become a man now and I need more to do than farm moisture. This is awful. <laughs> okay, I didn't
3: know they farmed moisture, <laughs> they're moisture until farmers. you said something this time. Mm-hmm. I thought they farmed like sand. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: corn or something. I don't know. Corn? And why does he need him to farm moisture?
2: Because it's a, s- it's a desert plant. No, is it's but dry. It's dry.
0: It's moisture.
2: Yeah, but there's not a lot of it. You got to harvest it. it. You got to get it up.
0: What I'm saying is it's not like <laughs> 30,000 pounds of corn husks. He needs help.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the actual like fields, uh, the moisture fields are like, <laughs> but I guess he needs help uh, working them. Um. Can't do it with just the droids. But yeah, it doesn't Uncle matter for Owen. too long because uh, Owen and Peru get burned to a crisp. It's pretty. Luke they get invited to a barbecue. Luke. Mm.
3: Yeah, that was kind of gross, dude.
2: Yeah, they're 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 roasted bodies out on the ground there.
3: Luke it
2: was pretty toasty. <laughs> um. So, so that being said, with with Luke. As being as as whiny as he is, um, as he's becoming the man who he will eventually will become. I will say that upon this viewing, my favorite character is Darth Vader.
1: Okay, good, because I was going to say Darth Vader.
2: He's the dude. He's the man.
1: Okay, so can I... Okay. Can
2: he's the chosen one.
1: So, before you keep going, I'm going to say Darth Vader too. Okay. Um, And as a kid, I thought he was... So So scary. Dude, he is. If you meet him in real life, he's. I have, and I almost cried. Like, well, Kylo Ren probably scared me a little more. Oh, yeah. Because he's got that creep factor. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's extra creepy. Like, Darth kind of just stands there and, like, stares at you. But Kylo kind of gets all up in your grill. Like, back up, Josh. (laughs) Josh. (laughs) 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 Groban. Anywho, um, Darth Vader, I. And again, this was a you had to say it, and then I was like, dude, yes. So we're watching the movie, and Andre... No, actually, Michelle, I think you said... Actually, I don't know who said it, but someone was like, he's pretty much the muscle on... Oh, Andre, on... Oh, yeah. uh, I think Luis said it. I think it. Luis said it Yeah, it, it was first. Luis. Like, he's pretty much the captain's, <laughs> like... Not,
2: he's not the leader.
1: No, and in my brain, Darth Vader was always, like, head honcho Top and dog, be all. He's mm-hmm. not. It's that one dude. He's got a
2: couple of bosses.
1: Yeah, like, he is not he is not the top of the food chain right so that actually makes him me like him more mm-hmm. because now that already adds like all that depth to his character that yeah. for some reason i just thought he was like an untouchable bad guy mm-hmm. but he really isn't he's just doing their quote-unquote evil bidding but right. i like that he has all of this tie to the force that everyone thinks is mumbo jumbo but he's like that let Hocus me show Pocus you
2: out of here and he's like i'll choke you to death <laughs>
1: <laughs> how about that, that? i'll just show you how about that for mumbo I kill jumbo
2: you. dude
3: yeah, ah. beautiful. I do like Darth Vader. A beautiful. Lot. It was so
1: good.
2: We were watching it. And when he first shows up on screen, he like appears out of like the smoky fog. And Addie is sitting right next to me on the couch. She goes, oh, no, scary. I know. She's it like hiding beautiful. on all scary. It was, it was I was so like, cute. yeah, he's the bad guy. She's like, he's the bad.
3: And then every time (laughs) he came on screen, she was like, Bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. (laughs) She
1: she was 100% (laughs) snuggling into Andre's shoulder from that moment on. It was so cute. (laughs) So done. It (laughs) was
2: amazing. Yeah. (laughs) The power of the dark side right there.
1: Right there. Oh, no. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the other thing that's really cool about him, and I don't remember this from uh, previous viewings, is the. I mean. You know, we've talked about the like cinematography and stuff, but that first scene when you see him walk in through the smoke, everything in that um, space ship, yeah, the space the station, ship. whatever, mm-hmm. is so white, it's
2: bright white,
1: super white. The walls are just, white,
2: the floor is white, the ceiling is white, all the stormtroopers are white,
1: and there, it's just so bright. <gasps> and then he walks in, and he's just all black.
4: He's a shadow.
1: It's just fant- It's fantastically um, shot. Yeah. in a way that just kind of like hurts your eyes for a second mm-hmm. which makes it kind of all the more scary.
3: Yeah. Everybody looks good in all black, man. And Ooh, if you if you scary. look
2: if you look at him, his outfit it's kind of modeled after like a samurai, like a dark samurai warrior. Yeah. He's got like the the belt and the 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 the, the, the front um front tails. <laughs> You know those things, coattails. You, know, you know he got coattails on the back, but he got them in the front. It's like on. It's like legs. I
1: wish you guys could see Andre. It's like leg front. sleeves.
2: It's <laughs> leg <laughs> sleeves. It's front tails. Um, a cape. <laughs> he's got that, and he's got the cape, and then um, even the thing on his chest, his like control unit his or whatever. It, it plate. yeah, it kind of just looks like like a separating. Um, uh I really love what you're I doing. I wish with I could describe right clothes now. better. <laughs> look up a picture of a Samurai and then look up a picture of Darth Vader, okay? You got it. There, boom. Um <laughs> Bam,
3: boom. <laughs> Bam, boom. <laughs> I'm dying.
2: Uh, and yeah, so uh, George Lucas he 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 really pulled from all kinds of stuff um that he used to like to watch. He liked watch like war movies and adventure movies and space movies and samurai movies and westerns and he like combined all of those elements. To yeah. This is
3: totally Luis, a space Luis western. Luis said yeah. there was a western shootout or a, a shootout. A
2: western style shootout. Uh, oh, uh, a, Mexican a Mexican standoff. standoff. Which right.
3: a Mexican standoff is.
1: Aren't it's like, those it's from westerns? like a western. Westerns? Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: Now pew. there is one character we didn't mention pew, pew. that we probably should. Chewbacca. Well, I'm assuming a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Oh, I was
1: talking about Obi-Wan. Oh.
3: Oh, or Leia too. Oh, I thought
2: we were talking about Leia. Let's um, talk about them both then.
3: <laughs> but Obi Wan, yeah, this is
2: the first time we've ever seen him, and it's the the oldest we've ever seen him. <laughs> he's uh thats he's, true. He's a Jedi who's been hanging out on a planet for twenty some odd years by himself, and uh, people around think of him as an, a crazy old hermit who's and
1: he's pretty much a refugee, correct? Like. Yeah, but we get that yeah. from the storyline here. Mm-hmm. We get that. Yes, don't yes, we?
2: yes. He fought in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he's then, a loner. And then the Empire happened and I had to come here yeah. to hide out. Yeah, yes, and yes, he straight up tells Luke
3: everything. He's like, yeah, so this he is He doesn't tell him everything. Well, <laughs> he didn't technically <laughs> lie. <No. laughs>
2: Your father was a Jedi. And we night. didn't know that. We fought in the Clone Wars.
3: That's true. That's true.
2: Killed by Darth Vader. That's true. Who was also an apprentice of mine that uh, turned to the dark side.
3: It's all true. He's all lying true. by omission, but <coughs> okay.
2: From a certain
4: point of view, it's <laughs> true.
0: Um, I can't
1: stand the way he talks. <laughs> you sound exactly like him <laughs> right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that was perfect.
0: He Luke. sounded very, like... Who's the horse? His demeanor was very British.
2: Yes. So He sounds British? like a beetle. Al, yeah, Alec Guinness, he's... He uh, <laughs> Isn't he, he British? He's the guy who won the Oscar for uh, the bridge... On River Kwai, is that what that movie is called? The what? You've never heard bridge of it. Bridge to Terabithia. that's what I was. <laughs> that's exactly what I heard. Uh, the bridge Peta on a bridge
3: on River Kwai. Was his name Peta?
2: Yes, um, his name was Peta. It's 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 an old, it's an old famous movie from from the fifties. Um, but he he won an Oscar for it, so he's the most like famous person in this movie. They he's the big name that they got. For Star Wars, basically, so he brought a lot of gravitas.
1: Oh,
3: I see. See, I almost felt like Leia would have been that name because of her mom.
2: Yeah, but nobody, nobody knew her. She hadn't been in anything. True. You know, I mean, just because you got a famous mom does not mean that you're going to be good. And it's interesting because Leia, in this movie, she's she's pretty different than she is in the next two movies. Yeah. And it's just because... She just, get, she just well, gets well, more... No, she gets more sassy, I think, in, in the later movies. More
3: sassy, but more B.A.
2: But also, she's like kind of... Doing, she's doing up the British dignitary in this one yes. more. She's a diplomat. She's yeah. like grandma I'm talking. I thought I smelled your foul stench yes, <laughs> as yes, I walked yes. in the room, and it's like, okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess you could talk like that.
1: I guess, well, she's just. I guess that's why she seems more sassy to me mm. because she's more scrappy in the other ones. Yes, you okay. know what I mean. I see like the, this I see is the like, difference. like. Like she'll, it, she'll come at you with her words for sure. Yeah. But she's like trying to like you said, trying to still kind of like be uppity. Yeah. Without being like outright like,
3: all right, I'm going to kick your butt. Right, now. Well, I'm just going to shoot you all. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Which she, she does later.
1: Yes. I think exactly. in this
3: movie, she's dealing with this internal struggle. Like, yeah, she's like one of the leaders of this rebellion. Right. Mm-hmm. Like her father is. And so then she is by default, like on these missions and things. She's trying to like be this warrior princess, almost. Like, think about it, yeah. saving her own batuti, I mean, yeah. But for then the first she half also sees movie. her entire planet explode, right. and she feels like it's her fault. So she's kind of like going through all these different things, like learning, like learning about the Star Wars universe, and it's not pretty. Like, I know she knows it's not pretty, but it was really not pretty when her whole Alderaan exploded.
4: Yeah.
2: She, she, she's really going through it. For the first half of this movie. She's she's a captive basically the whole time. Getting tortured big. Getting time. Getting tortured with the t- 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 the big torture drawer. And then That um, thing is terrifying. <laughs> that
1: was probably the scariest thing I saw in the I entire agree. movie. It's got
2: pokies and stabbies and uh knifeies. And, and she
1: got pokey, stabbied and knife.
2: Yeah, is was, was, was bad. Um Yeah, and then she has to watch her planet blow up, and then she gets um rescued by these two adults <laughs> and they're and they're She's literally friend.
3: like You guys, let's get a way out. Shoot this down. Get in the trash compactor because y'all ain't doing nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Someone has to save our skins, she says. Yes. It's it's her. Let's talk about the
3: trash compactor because I think. What a good scene. I think that's definitely a scene I saw as a kid. So my dad, Star Wars comes on like. Just TV. Come
4: on. TNT. Whoever had licenses. TNT. Thank you. No, it's TNT. Mm -hmm.
3: My dad growing up would always watch movies on TNT. And I would just be, you know, playing toys or doing whatever. But it would be on in the background. So if he was watching Star Wars, I wasn't really watching it until there was like, oh, okay, I remember that. Like I remember episode one, the pod races, Mm -hmm. seeing that on TV. And I remember the trash compactor. And Mm -hmm. those are the only two things I remember as a kid. So this scene is still terrifying to me
2: though <laughs> absolutely terrifying it's scary because first of all they're in there and it's like okay we got away from the stormtroopers and now we're in trash it's like okay gross number one number two there's living things in here and they're slithering around and gross. They're gross and oops luke is taken away by the slithering thing for a long time for a long time he is underneath the water and it's uh scary uh <laughs> and then uh luke comes up and only to uh, have the walls start closing in on them. And then we get cutting interludes to the two droids bumbling bumbling through saving them. <laughs> See, 3PO! 3PO! <laughs> God,
3: <he's laughs> he cracks me up, but he's like, oh, I've done it, they're dying. They sound like they're dying. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, right after he, he rescues them. <laughs> and I they're just celebrating.
3: can't oh.
1: mark Hamill. Oh, it's so oh, bad. Yeah.
2: He's got the... He he's he's really got the whiny voice down. It's oh for sure. It's in there, you know.
1: You have to wonder, like, how much did they want him to play that up, though? Well, um, because he is supposed to juxtapose um, um, Han Solo. Yes, you know what I mean. Because yes, exactly.
2: Han Solo
3: They're definitely cool. opposite. Mm-hmm. He's All the, the cool time.
2: fly boy, and. Luke is the young, little, not a man yet.
3: Yeah. But getting kissed on the cheek twice
1: by Leia, eh? But that makes you wonder, like, how much do they have him play that up? Because I'll tell you this. This has nothing to do with anything, but you'll know when I'm done with the story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember listening to this um, interview with Justin Timberlake, okay? Okay. And it was about him during his time in NSYNC because Mm -hmm. he was always the young... V- the person, you right. know, un- in that in the group the and they made him be as young as possible all the time. Oh. Like they wanted him to upplay the fact that he was the Makes baby. Mm. Um, so I wonder like how much like they always made him be nasally. Right. Like they made him sing super nasally and all that kind of stuff and speak in a more young way. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that was part of the thing just to kind of juxtapose their character. Maybe. Well,
2: I will say that if. If that was a conscious decision, which it very well might have been um, that it was all Mark Hamill's idea, because the way that George Lucas directed was not in favor of actors. He he directed on a technical level. He wanted to make sure everything looked cool Mm -hmm. and he wrote the story. So he was like, these are the words that are going to be said. And that's that. You know, so sure. so that when the actors are going in, he's not really giving them any direction. The 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 famous joke about his acting, his directing style is that he just after every take, he just goes, OK, do it again, but faster and more intense. Just that's it. That's his oh, only okay. his only like line reading, you know. Um,
1: so it's not like I need you to be more intense. Right. Here or it's some, not or like, or like, like I need feel you to
2: what's uh, the force or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, but the, maybe he's like, not giving them a lot of direction. But
3: maybe like. um Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill were like we've got to you know do this. Right, do exactly,
2: yes. Between between each other and and themselves that absolutely mm-hmm. that they're where all the the acting power is, is is coming from in this I movie. Will say all the acting that choices. they
3: all have like the perfect look for their subjective characters. Like that sounds so weird but they're like they all
2: like pr- played the type.
3: Princess Leia like that's Princess Leia. Yeah. Like that's what she looks like. That's that's it. So it'd be another thing, like, if somebody did, like, a Star Wars play, I'd be like, no, you <laughs> don't look like Harrison You're Ford, like, man. you don't, that's, they. their looks are so iconic. Right. You know the one they thing that's them. really interesting to me,
1: which I realize that you can't get, like, super depth into all of these characters and all of these worlds right off the bat, but Chewbacca really is non-existent in this movie
3: yeah he's not in it a ton i mean he's, he's there like there like in but he's
1: not
2: like addressed that much right
1: he's just kind of standing there he's he's really, there, there and he's cool
2: he's yeah. got a big gun and uh his
3: big scene is like let the wookiee win
1: <laughs>
2: yeah when he's playing yeah. chess yeah. and he and he puts his arms behind his head <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious
3: which is so funny because in the most recent episodes like chewbacca is like a huge character like he's he's always there he's become a
2: legacy character Mm. for sure and uh, doesn't leia call him a big furry oaf she said get this walking carpet away from me (laughs) which is uh
3: which is funny because they love each other now see i always think in like like if it's like a a quote like that where i'm like yeah but like 20 years from now y'all are besties and it's you know like that's how i think when i watch movies yeah. The,
2: the the what Chewbacca is 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 really interesting. He's like a he's he's a co-pilot, a w- he's a best friend, and he's also like kind of a pet. Like at one point Han he, he scratches behind his ears or whatever. He like pets him on the head.
4: <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> They're like more intimate there, I think bro. it's
2: when the, the tractor beam pulls the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star. And they're like hiding in the in the things and they're about to get out and he just like he just gives a little scratch on the head. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> You're okay, buddy. Too uh, much. <laughs> it's like if, if if Dougie became anthropomorphic all of a sudden. Well, he was just walking around and barking yeah. at me.
3: Dougie loves Chewbacca. It's yeah. his favorite character.
2: We'd be like running missions and then I'd give him a little pet on the head. The sun's getting real low, Dougie. <laughs>
3: oh, my gosh. sun's getting low.
2: Sun's getting we low. almost
3: renamed Dougie Chewbacca when we got him. That's true. But and
2: Chewbacca is his favorite toy. He's got a lot of
3: Chewbacca. I'll have to tell him, go get your Chewbacca, and he goes and gets it. <laughs> he loves it so much that we bought, <coughs> like, five of them, and he's gone over them the course of a couple years.
2: He likes destroying yeah. Chewbacca. Um, anyway,
1: what else? Side, side note. Let's talk about the additions to the movie from the original and the differences mm. in the okay. updates and things because – you know much more than I think
3: that CGI. So
2: this movie came out in 1977. Uh-huh. And in 1977, as I said, he created the, the special effects department of Industrial Light and Magic, and they created a ton of never-before-seen styles of special effects to put in this movie. All the space battles are filmed like practically with miniatures and blue screens. Which and, is so cool. And there's some claymation, I think, and, and there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on to make it look real. And so, so that's George Lucas's like real genius is is special effects and making things look good on film.
1: And can I say something real fast? Mm-hmm. Now, this is gonna again not have anything to do with Star Wars, but it just brings in. I appreciate things now so much more done pre CGI
4: because mm-hmm. practical. Thank you,
1: because it was so much harder. And so much more imaginative. Yeah. Because you had to be. You didn't have the choice. And right. honestly,
3: I think it looks better. Like when he, the Banthas, like mm-hmm. those look real. But then when they add in the CG characters, I was like, no, I'd rather well, have yeah. something that looks like the Bantha. <laughs> well, and for example, again, uh, we,
1: we, we, we watch um, Harry Potter and mm-hmm. we watch um, Lord of the Rings <laughs> um, at Christmas time. And we watched The Hobbit. And then we watch all the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and the Lord of the Rings looks better in many, many parts uh-huh. because it's done it's practically
2: less, it's less CGI.
1: And then in The Hobbit, all of the armies are CGI. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I mean, it's cool, I guess. But yeah. it's also very obviously computer. Right. And I appreciate the fact that when you watch this movie, you're like, wow, that is. Uh, I mean, it's Muppety maybe, mm-hmm. but it's large and done
2: realistic. Right. Like the amount of. Just, just droids in this movie—the the the variety and and the, the the sheer number of all of them, it, like they they created all of those, they built them, they 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 sculpted them, they they do, they did whatever they had to do. They made them move and talk and walk around and make noises and stuff like that. It, it's a crazy amount of ingenuity that they did, and I think they made this movie in like two years, and and also it was like a disaster the whole time. They they I think when he set up Industrial Light and Magic to start doing the special effects. They created the company, and then after like a year, they had shot one thing, and that's because in that entire time, they were creating gizmos and making models and creating computers to be able to move the models and and all kinds of stuff just to
1: to even begin
2: doing the work on on this movie.
1: Can you imagine how frustrating that would be? (laughs) Maybe it's not nuts. Maybe not for, like, George Lucas, who is thinking, like, this is my creative genius mm-hmm. at work. But, but like, if I was just, like, an actor or something, I would be like, shoot me now.
2: <laughs> Where is the stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's a long, long production cycle in this movie. Um, so, yeah. So, all, so all this was made in 1977. And then in 1999, before um, the prequels came out, George Lucas... Remastered and remade and added in scenes for the special editions of Star Wars. And he did it for all three movies, uh, and this one, I think, is the most egregious with its additions because it's the oldest one. So sure. he wanted to. It's it's the one that needed the most updating, I suppose. Um, so he added in a lot of, a lot of 1999 CGI. Which Mm -hmm. does not age as well as the practical stuff that was that was in the original movie, you know. Like watching it now, like Michelle said, it's like between the Dubacks and the Banthas, it's like please just give me more Banthas. Get rid of these yeah lizard things. I do not mind
1: if they're all just hanging out on one side of the screen. Let it be. It's cool. Like we don't need all of this random CGI stuff. Yeah,
2: it's interesting additions. But then the added scenes are what's really interesting. So. There's um, a scene in the beginning where they're at in Mos Eisley, and um, uh, Han is talking to a bounty hunter named Greedo, and Greedo is telling him like, "Hey, Jabba the Hut, the, the gangster, he he he, you owe him money and you didn't pay him pay up, so it's time to take you in. I'm taking you in." And Han's like, "I don't think so, dude. i that's not that's not what's gonna happen." And in the original movie, um, Greedo looks like he's getting ready to, to pounce on Han and Han before anything can happen pulls out his blaster and shoots Greedo dead. Right? And that's and that's the scene and then it moves on. And in the special edition, they make it so that it appears that Greedo shoots Han and then Han dodges <laughs> Greedo's blast mean, and so shoots and shoots Greedo. So that he's so not weird. like the attacker in the situation. But you just know just
3: leave it. But Let that's him attack. That's
2: the thing and why it's such a big deal is because,
3: like the Han shot first thing.
2: Yes, the why the Han shot first is because people grew up on Han being the guy who shot first. Yeah. And then in 1999, he tried to present it as like, nah, Han wouldn't do that. Yeah. But it's like, that's that's what Han would do.
1: But he would. Man, and he would. He did. Yes. So
4: so it's a change that not
2: would. not a lot of people like. And then he updated it again uh, to add in. McClunky. Which if you watch <laughs> if you watch this on Disney Plus, you saw that is a brand new edition from like twenty nineteen that George got to got to do before he released it Dis, to Disney Plus. But
3: why? I'm not sure at McClunky. all. <laughs> McClunky.
2: <laughs> <This> <laughs> he says that right before he shoots Sod, it, and it's like what is happening?
1: It's, like, giving him, like, an insult, and that's why Han shoots Yeah, I guess
2: so. It's an added layer on why Han would possibly shoot this terrible, terrible man.
1: Which is hilarious because if you – I made Andre and Luis, like, rewind it a couple times because if you watch Han now, it looks very silly because he's sitting – he's leaning, like, right in the center. here. He's sitting in the center of the booth, and then – Greedo shoots, and then he's like off to the left, and then he pulls back center. His head, like, magically moves in (laughs) a split second
2: to avoid a (laughs) blaster (laughs) ball. And And it's it's bad. Very weird looking. Um, And then there's another scene shortly after that where Han confronts Jabba the Hutt. He goes and talks to him, and Jabba's like, Han solo, blah, 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 blah. uh, but in the original movie that wasn't there at all. Mm-hmm. You didn't see Jabba the Hutt until Return of the Jedi.
0: Wasn't that original scene and that's the one I was going to mention that mm-hmm. I really liked? Wasn't the original scene just uh them getting blasted out of that little parking lot?
2: Yeah, yeah. So that that scene is uh, it never happens, but in that in that same area, yeah, they're they're all boarding the Millennium Falcon. Han, Luke, Obi-Wan, and Chewie or whatever. They're all getting on, and then um, the stormtroopers show up and, and start shooting at them. And that—that's all that happens. You don't and see this the original original one pre- scene where Han goes there first and talks to Jabba the Hutt, <coughs> and also Boba Fett is there. And Boba Fett doesn't show up originally until Empire Strikes Back.
0: I like how Boba Fett looks straight into the camera as he's turning in that same <laughs> scene, like. I'll mm. be seeing you. I know,
1: like I'm here, y'all. I'll be
2: there soon. Hey. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that's that's stuff that they had shot afterwards, uh, to specifically so George could edit it in later. Oh my goodness, there's a baby falling asleep to us talking on the podcast.
3: Oh,
4: <laughs> it's really cute. Comment down below if this. Yeah, it's really cute when babies too. do that. <laughs> <laughs> if <they're falling laughs> if we're we putting
2: you yet. to sleep. Oh, Wake she's up and so make a sleepy. comment. Oh, that's um. So cute. Yeah. So so there's a, a few other CGI shots that are added in, like some, mm-hmm. something like X wings flying in. Uh, just a couple of, of small shots like that, that. Those
1: ones aren't as bad because right. I think it's against the black background mm-hmm. of space. Those ones aren't as like whoa. Yeah. Those one looks much nicer. When they're in the sand. Yeah. Or like, just Jabba the Hutt in general. Oh yeah, Jabba was very.
2: Especially compared to seeing like the real Jabba in Return of the Jedi. And he it's like, what like, is this? He
1: kinda looked like flubber. Yeah. Like he it's was like real foamy. Yeah, you I don't like it. It doesn't. It so that was 1999
2: too? Yes. Okay. The the CGI Jabba. The
1: one cool thing about that scene though, I mean, again, the foresight. This man is pretty amazing. Mm. For him to have shot that entire scene yeah. with Han Solo in the seventies kept the footage for the exact reason mm-hmm. that he then did 20 years later. Yeah, That's have, kind of amazing. I'm going to have a
2: job of slithering around at some point. Yeah, it's like, gonna happen. like
1: I'm going to send out an, another edition and when we have it, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, That's pretty amazing. That's pretty crazy. Because when you were telling me that and I was like, I've never seen this scene mm-hmm. and we're watching it, I I kind of was thinking to myself, how did they make Han look so perfectly young without CGIing right. his face? And I, then, think,
2: I think they shot it like right before or right after return of the jedi when they had mocked up yeah. what jabba was going to look like and what he was going to be it's just it's just
1: amazing it's it's
2: wild it's wild he's like i'm going to i'm going to make these again or i'm going to keep working on these forever right yeah
1: or at least long enough to be able to do like redo this piece right like exactly. that's pretty amazing he yeah. you have to have some complete faith in your thing yeah. um let's talk um another thing that you were sharing with us that i thought was really interesting was his use of just ev- everything and anything mm-hmm. um, alien-wise and, oh like, yeah. costuming-wise, because
0: I especially... I think you'd mention that he w- pretty much, the reason why a lot of those Cantina peeps looked like they were pulled out of left and right is because he was getting, uh, like, costumes and stuff from, like, yeah. movies that have failed. He's, he's
2: really He's literally getting as many, like, handouts and stuff as he possibly could. I think the budget on this movie was eight million dollars, like that's what it was initially mm-hmm. targeted as, and then I think he like went over budgets like twelve million or something like that um and the entire time he is out of money because oh, I can't of imagine. the amount of stuff that he had to create to to get this going so he's he's taking as many shortcuts as as he possibly can, so he had a bunch of Great designers and and uh, costume makers and stuff like that. But he also took costumes off of like backlots from his friends because his friends is like Steven Spielberg and Francis Ford Coppola and stuff like that. <laughs> I love it. So they they threw over a Dracula costume and a devil costume and an alien costume and an astronaut costume and
3: then because there's literally aliens wearing astronaut, astronaut costumes. Like, yeah, yes, exactly. So, so they
2: just piece stuff together. They just pulling stuff and. Putting it in other places and creating all of but these like crazy iconic aliens now.
3: But this is like the only scene like this. I think in the rest of the Star Wars movie it's kind of more like set characters. Yeah. You know, you don't just see a whole place full of the weirdest creatures you've ever absolutely yeah, seen I, this practically done. Well yes. On in all of the other scene
1: in all of the other instances where there's like groups of aliens, I think that they're more like CG. Well, n- no, no, not so much that. It's just they're more in theme. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're. they're, they're all in Yeah, this all is like very
3: theme. eclectic. Yes. Yeah. But it. I love it. It makes it, it interesting.
2: It's, a, it's the melting pot. And I like those little Iceland. aliens
3: that are doing the do, 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 do,
2: do, 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 that
3: they're, what did you call them? Dracula fingers, Emily.
1: <laughs> they have Dracula <laughs> fingers for sure. It's like, do you remember when you were a kid and you got those like fake fingers that yeah. had the nails on them? Yeah, that's totally. exactly what it looks like they're wearing. Totally. I
2: think there is a, I'm not sure if it's a book or a comic, um, but it's called Tales from the Cantina, and so it, it's kind of just like an anthology um, where it goes around and you get to like meet. A bunch of the characters. That's sales from and the and Mos
3: Eisley Cantina. Yes,
2: it was, it was a book. It came out in 1995. So that's another thing is that before the prequels got made and before Disney bought them, um, Star Wars had a ton of um, cartoon, extra like, uh, content. Comics, there yeah, was comics and books. Those were like the big main things. But there were also a couple of uh, cartoon shows and uh, video games mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of other Extra material that all fed into the Star Wars um, canon and lore. Uh, Which is crazy. Is one of them. So, like every every face basically that you've ever seen in Star Wars has a name, a last name, a backstory, a planet they're from. Oh my gosh! Did not you say that one guy that. was
3: named Porkins? Oh, yeah, Porkins.
2: Yeah, you, y'all know Porkins. I just said Porkins, and you pictured him. It's this. <laughs> it's Porkins. He's the X-wing pilot. Uh, yeah, and he he has he has a whole um sorted history with the Rebels and stuff, too. It's
1: funny that you say that because I went over to um, one of my friend's houses who has um, kids around um, our kid's age um, the other day, and they have, like, a Star Wars anthology-type book, mm-hmm. and she was going through it and, like, showing me it, and I was like, I do not know who any of these are. <laughs> She's like, you know who Darth Vader is? I'm like, yeah, I know who Darth Vader is, but I don't know who... <laughs> Freaking you
2: don't know who Jack Tono Porkins? No. <laughs>
1: no, no, no.
3: <laughs> the only thing I know is that it, he it's one of those because he wears orange stuff and a helmet too. Mm-hmm. But he's like the leader, orange but it's like a head. creature.
2: A re- he's a rebel pilot. Yeah, but he's, he's like
3: a, a creature. He's a creature, but he might not be a pilot. Like he's always talking to Leia. Like, mar 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 mar. Yeah, Oh, are you talking like about the Admiral Akbar? Yeah, Admiral. Yeah, Akbar. he's like a, he's yeah. like a, a
0: fish person. That's the only. <laughs> yeah, he looks <laughs> that's like one of those like minnows from SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: yes. but that's the only like random character I would say yeah. I know.
2: Let me see what his uh, species is. Uh, oh wait, he's a calamari. Cala. Cali- uh, he's
4: a <laughs> Yum. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's, he's mon calamari. That's that's what that's. What Shut he, up! That's it's what really what it's called. Yeah, that yes. one. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Oh no! I, I knew exactly who you were talking about. But that's, that's the only like random creature that I feel like I like. It's, no. a trap. it's a
2: trap. That's actually from the next movie. I don't think Admiral Akbar is in this movie. No, he no. wasn't. No. Believe so. No. But yeah, there's lots of lots of dudes like that. Like, look at this is uh, Admiral Murakwar's Wikipedia page. It's oh, <laughs> oh my god! Very long.
1: <laughs> Andre has literally swiped
3: like eight times. It was so on his long. IPad. It was a long. It was a long. The Wikipedia page is longer than Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's only been in Miami, okay? Exactly. <laughs> Pursuit like of Happiness. Miami.
1: That's it. But this place. dude, he's been in to a whole the stars. Universe. Um,
3: Lots of years. Oh, um, I was gonna ask you, and I feel like we'll touch on this, but like, if he made all of the practical effects and the robots and everything, like, how much money did he have to make this movie? Because that seems like it'd be a lot of money.
2: Well, that's well, he went over eight, 12 to, minutes. eight to twelve million dollars. 12, uh, yeah. <laughs> twelve minutes. Yeah, twelve minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, for this movie, he had made a deal with Fox that he would keep the um the rights to produce sequels and that Fox wouldn't own the sequels. So Fox would own this one, but they wouldn't own the sequels if it was a success, so he would be able to make them without their approval or anything like that. Um, I believe that was the deal. And then for the for the next couple of movies, he, he made a, a much, much better deal. Um, but, but in doing that, he was able to, uh, uh, by the seat of his pants, make this movie, and then also, like, retain merchandising rights and, and all, sure. all kinds of stuff um, that most studios in Hollywood would not have gone for with, with anybody else. But mm-hmm. he, he was really, really, really fighting for his own movie to be able to make it and not have to be under the pressure of the studio yeah. system where they'll be giving him notes and changing the movie at the last yeah. minute yeah, and stuff like yeah. that that had happened to him before. That makes sense. Yeah. But
3: then why did he uh, sell it years ago?
2: Later, <sighs> that's a good question, and I don't know. I don't Didn't he know. sell it for cheap? I mean, not cheap, it's not like I could afford it. It was uh four billion dollars, um, but for I
3: Lucasfilms, right? That Disney, yes, for when Disney
2: bought Lucasfilm, they bought it for four, I believe, 4.4 4 billion dollars, um, which is you know, like a, a lot of money, but yeah. just the movies alone have made, I think, at this point. Uh, I don't know if I'm up to date on my calculations or whatever, but I think it's made like six billion dollars. The 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 just just from the new movies that have come out. That's just since the new since one. Since Disney has bought them, yes.
3: Jeez. Over
2: the course of Star Wars history, between movies, comic books, uh, books, uh, Merch. merchandise, Which I think merchandise it, is insane. It comes out to more than like fifty billion dollars. It's a fifty billion mm. dollar franchise. Wow, it, it ah, they sell so those
3: lightsabers for two hundred bucks, Dude, man. Dude, the
2: the merch alone. What when I read an article about it, it said that merch from seventy seven to the present, whenever the article was written, I think which was a few years ago, it was like twenty billion dollars in merch, in just the merch. That's and most of that is like toys. There's sure, a, a for, lot, for sure, a lot uh, of toys. Um, that's crazy. So yeah, so uh, Disney is really really. Uh, Getting their money's worth. Off well, of and, Star I'm Wars. Not, and I'm not, and I. And Marvel.
3: This fair. it
1: makes me. I can imagine that. I mean, the '70s is a little bit different, but think about like, especially with Disney. Disney has so many "quote unquote" girly things, mm-hmm. merchandise-wise, mm-hmm. but this is like. Boy toys, huh. you know what I mean. It's like boy central. It's mm-hmm. boy stuff, yeah. which and is good. Which is good. Like,
2: and you know, it's girl stuff now too. Absolutely.
1: Well, for sure. So well, definitely with ray But stuff. like in, but in the beginning, yes. Like the t- the draw to it. I'm sure just d- there was nothing else like that right. out. Yeah, absolutely. Princess Leia is a
3: Disney princess, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she considered a Disney princess? No, oh, not.
2: That's what I keep telling my boss, who is like, I have to go to Disneyland. I'm like, you you are gonna like it, um. Because sh- her boyfriend's making her go to Star Wars Land. She's not
3: making not, her. Not she's
2: not a huge fan or whatever.
3: She'll like it. Well, she, she can just she go
1: to Disneyland and shut up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, know your boss I said that, but that's how I feel about it. Um.
3: But George Lucas, we watched the opening ceremony of Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. and George Lucas said when he was there, he was like, okay, like, okay. He basically was like, this is amazing. I mean, he I I don't think he said I it was very. He liked it. I don't think he's, he's like very dude.
2: Super bitter about about his no. He wanted start. to sell it. Uh, well, I don't I don't know that for sure. But it didn't seem well. like even when the sale was happening that it was coming from like a, a, a spiteful or a or a no, bad so. place or anything like that. Like well, I think I, I don't think know he why has I would. I
3: guess if you're gonna sell your stuff to somebody, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And he's he's always had a pretty good partnership with with Disney. Yeah, like they put that
3: Star Tours ride in real quick. Star Tours
2: was in there in like 80 something, or something like, like that. yeah. And Return of the Jedi came out in 83. So, you know, it's 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 always it's always been a a conversation, an ongoing relationship. And I think him relinquishing Lucasfilm to to Disney is just kind of him saying, "All right, I'm done with this particular thing."
1: Well, and that's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, there comes a point And this is the way I look at it. There comes a point where if you have a legacy and you want that legacy to continue, but you don't feel like you either have the time, not that he doesn't have the time, but you don't have the energy or you don't have the most up to date, whatever, Mm -hmm. or you don't feel like you can do the best for it anymore. It's like a kid. It's like giving your kid the best Mm -hmm. chance moving forward. Because. Even though. Which, I mean, and I could be wrong. You can correct me if you think I'm wrong. But even though Star Wars was a good, is a good franchise, he didn't do the best with it, one, two, and three-wise, at least on the global view. Correct. As Disney has done with other things. Sure. So I think that it's a good preservation
3: stuff. It strategy. was. It was yeah. good.
2: Yeah. And, I, you know...
3: Uh, I think so too
2: whatever you may think about the the newer Disney films I, I think he he did go into the the sale of Lucasfilm with the thought that he was leaving it in capable hands right 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 you know? and that they would treat his his baby basically with with respect and aplomb and, and all right. that all that good stuff
1: It's not like they're gonna go and butcher the name of Star Wars right you know? yeah at least not a ton.
3: No, no, no. And I'm <laughs> sure we'll talk about it more. And then you have people like John Favreau who just, you know, they like Star Wars too. Everybody likes Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. will never die. But um, I'll, back to the movie, I'm remembering now when we were watching it and the scenes at the end where they're all in the TIE Fighters and they're trying to shoot um, this one very two meter apart spot mm-hmm. on the Death Star that will trigger a detonation, which... Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie, so this was kind of cool watching. I'm like, that's where they got the information. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what they're supposed to do. Rogue you know? One is the best prequel. Well, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie, sure. like, hands down. Then y- we can talk about that another day. Yes. But um, the, the scenes where they're just in the TIE Fighters, like, just going through the Death Star, like, in the... I yeah, wish you rod. could see what I'm doing with my hand right now, but <laughs> they're like... Yeah, in the trenches and, like, the guns are going off. All of that is so nostalgic to me, but I think it's because it was, like, those were the scenes for the original Star Tours was them –
2: that's what they, uh, they poured it over.
3: Yeah, yeah, but that's like some of my favorite stuff of the movie is when they're talking to each other, like Red One signing off, Red Two, yeah. la la la. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna line them up and we're gonna do this. And then I remembered, <laughs> so it's called Star Wars. Man, they're always fighting.
2: The space battles are space battle. The bas- uh, aside from the and force, he did that which, all practically, which I love the most. But the space battles are the best. It looks part. so
3: good. Yes. Like, I would well, never know. At least in this
1: movie, the space battles are better than the force. Yes, that's In this true.
2: movie. In this movie, for
4: sure. The
1: force was a little, I mean, I'm sure at the time it was super cool. Yeah. But in this movie, in comparison to force we see now and force that we've seen in later movies, it's like, ooh, wow, <laughs> we're we doing, like, Tai Chi, space <laughs> oh, force yeah. movements
2: yeah, right it's, now. <laughs> it's getting, uh, it's getting crazy. And Super Saiyan levels of uh, <laughs> of the Force, <laughs> um, but but yes, every everything was done practically, and and you know it, it that that just means that it was it was done without like heavy CG animation software. They they use they use tiny models, rigged them up, made you know somebody had to go in and make a model of the Death Star that you see from the distance, and then a model that the uh, X-Wings are flying through, and then a model that, you know, the Millennium Falcon is like flying around or whatever. So like gigantic to tiny to, you know, medium size, all all of these models, and then shoot them up against uh, blue screens, and that's how they add in like the space in mm-hmm. the background, and that's that's like it. And apparently they, they used dogfighting from like old war movies, like black and white war movies, and... And they kind of just modeled the space battles exactly after those. So it was like a World War II uh, plane fight, where you see on the on the ship on the the the, the uh, what's the, the aircraft called? carrier the aircraft carrier which becomes the Death Star. It's just a gunner on there and it's shooting and it's firing. And then you see the X-wing flying by and it's getting shot and also shooting like a, a Tie Fighter off in the distance. And that equally relates to the the aircraft carrier the the jet plane and then another jet plane that the wow I didn't know that yeah. that's really interesting and it follows and it follows those shots exactly because it was really hard for them to like storyboard plane flying around and, and shooting each other and blowing stuff up
1: oh that makes sense yeah
2: so they they had to just kind of copy stuff which I like
1: well nobody's upset about it because it no. looks great <laughs> and if you think about it it's a pretty long especially the last one is a pretty long. Space battle. Yeah, it's for a crazy long scene for them to be scene. like
2: for the whole thing to just, just keep be, going
1: and going and uh-huh. going. But it's interesting because, like you said, I mean they're following a real life scene, so that actually makes it more interesting. Yes. I think.
2: Yeah, the the movie the movie's nuts.
1: All right, let's talk money on this movie because mm. I know we talked lots of money, <laughs> money on money, money, money. Sh-money. the Sh-money. franchise. Yes, so
2: I'm gonna read a couple numbers to you here because this movie was released in only. Thirty-seven theaters initially on his first weekend. Thirty-seven, 37 theaters, and compared that to in the whole U.S. Yes, in the whole U.S. And in the
1: whole everywhere.
2: And wow. that, yes, uh, states, everywhere. So and everywhere. Um, just in comparison, like when Avengers Endgame came out, or when Star Wars Episode Nine is coming out, I'm pretty sure they're released on like four thousand five hundred screens or something like yeah. that within within the the U.S. Dang. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. Um,
1: Thirty-five
2: screens. <laughs> wasn't there less yeah.
3: theaters back then? Um, Let's go with yes. Yes,
2: uh, yes. There, there were less theaters, and 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 movie going was less, was less popular. I mean, not not that it was less popular, but it was less eventful. Like this was the first movie that okay. were like there were lines and lines and lines for days and weeks and months to go see this movie.
1: Well, especially like you said, like movies were movies, but they weren't blockbuster movies, right?
2: This was the first huge blockbuster. I this think I re-
1: actually coined. I'm gonna say this is how you coined the term blockbuster.
2: <laughs> yeah, they 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 busted the whole block. <laughs> um, so I believe before 1977, uh, Fox's like profit margins for for most years like it was the average of like 33 to 39 million dollars a year. And then when Star Wars came out, their their profit for that year was like $79 million. So
1: it million. It, it, You're it, welcome for that extra it did, 40, babe. Yes,
2: it did stuff that, that they they never thought it could do because, once again, while they were filming it, it was a rinky-dinky. They all thought, like, what is this movie? It's going to be bad. It yeah. looks terrible. All the actors aren't famous. <laughs> the costumes are weird. They're speaking gobbledygook nonsense. Yeah,
3: and then they blew them away. And
2: then they blew which them makes it, away.
3: Which literally makes it even better, don't yeah. you think? Yeah.
2: So it came out on Memorial Day weekend in 1977, and it made 2.5 uh, million dollars in its in, in its first weekend. Um, it overall grossed in the U.S. Um, 307 million dollars, and then worldwide it grossed 503 million dollars. But that was in 1977, and if you adjust wow. if you adjust those numbers for inflation, um, Star Wars is the fourth highest-grossing movie of all time. This one, um, its adjusted gross box office is two point nine to three billion dollars.
3: Okay,
2: yeah, it's a lot of money.
3: So people loved it.
2: Everyone went to go see Star Wars. Like <laughs> everybody. Chaka wapa. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, Luis? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: Ma-
2: um <laughs>
1: <Mac-clang-clay. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> he keeps adding an extra letter one <laughs> oh. <laughs> more time
0: maclancle lo oh little McClunky. um <laughs> uh yeah so it, it 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 it
2: it really it really blew the roof off and and it 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 inspired like what is modern blockbuster cinema today the 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 whole thing it 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 really set it off in And I I don't have a ton of like favorite 70s movies. There's like Jaws and Star Wars, but then Mm -hmm. I have a ton of favorite 80s movies and a ton of favorite 90s movies and stuff like that. Yeah, 80s was good. Once again, built on the backs of Star Wars. Thanks,
3: Thanks. Star Wars. Thanks, Star Wars. Thanks, George. And honestly, I'll 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 make this comment. Like, I'm very happy that you made me watch all the Star Wars movies because there's nothing more fun. Than nerding out with your significant other, like over something. Like, let's be real. True. Harry Potter, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Star Wars is more than Harry Potter, and then just Disney. For you guys, you guys watch Lord of the Rings
0: a lot. Yeah. 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 We're actually very much into quite a few things. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. It's the best. Got a lot of fandoms (laughs) going on. So thanks,
0: Star
3: Wars. We got lots of. We got lots of fandoms.
2: Star Wars is like a big one.
3: Oh, it's huge! Like it's a huge franchise.
1: Layer.
2: If I had like a fandom pyramid, it'd be like at the bottom.
1: I you don't even know like, like, like thickest, widest. It's, it's, most it's in his Maslow's hierarchy <laughs> of needs. <laughs> it takes up the entire bottom. More than superheroes, like
3: you like Star Wars better than superheroes? Um, like,
1: no, no. No. Uh, I need you to put Batman and Spider-Man on the you bottom. You know, yeah, it's right
2: kind of crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like oh, between, poor Andre, he's struggling right between now.
2: Between <laughs> Batman and Spider-Man and then I think Star Wars and then I think Harry Potter. Those three make up like the big the big bottom three and then, you know, there's a big bunch of and then there's a bunch of little uh, stuff that make up like, the tip. The, the tip and of then the iceberg. Like
4: food,
1: breathing. <laughs> <laughs> water. I don't know. Po- Pokemon's the in there somewhere <laughs> <for him. laughs> My pillow. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly.
2: Um, oh, yeah. Michelle. <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife. Yeah, that's <laughs> in there. <laughs> my <laughs> dog, <laughs> I guess. I'm <McClunkley. laughs> <laughs>
3: just gonna say that Money. when I'm mad at people at work, and they have no... <laughs> They're gonna be like, what? <laughs> 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 I love it. We're anyway, sure. so when we rate this movie, I oh. want to to rate it in a way there's two ways we can rate this Mm -hmm. i think we should rate it in two ways okay because we don't know if we're going to do another star wars movie on here listeners true but if you want us to like let us know but i want us to rate this movie in two ways i want us to rate this movie as a Mm standalone like no other star wars movies exist and then i want us to rate it um just for the one two three four five six where where do you rank it like oh, it in that one in terms of the just the first six because at least we can all agree well I'll be we honest I haven't seen the
1: first three since I was a kid so
3: well I'll do my best work. do your best Emily uh, we won't include the newer ones but <coughs> just out of like those ones where where you think it reigns in the originals mm. okay um, let's see Luis, Luis. you want to go first
0: standalone seven mm. in the series. Maybe third,
3: third best, or third. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for that in-depth analysis Thank on you your. You know, this is the view. thing
3: about that I like about Luiso is like he doesn't think about it. It just whatever is in his gut is it what is. he says. It is. I have spoken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you want me to rate it in terms of a scale, so I went straight to the scale and I rated it. Just say I have spoken. Do it. Do it. Do Don't it. Don't know what else you want. I do it. Spoke <laughs> it. <McLank-lay>. <laughs> 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 I have. Spoken. Okay, Emily.
3: Try your best. Um,
1: standalone. Okay. You can do that. Though. Yeah. Standalone. I'm gonna give it se- from the '70s. Mm-hmm. Standalone. I'm gonna give it an eight. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. It's not like the best movie in the whole world, but it's a good movie. It's solid. Um. In the whole first six, it's definitely above the first three just Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. story, I mean, well, just continually story and visuals, everything fits better than some of the others. But I still like Empire Strikes Back the best out of them so this is probably two or three mm. okay so it's at the top of those fair enough i i think four five and six for me are obviously better than one two and three but yeah i remember not liking the sixth one very much
3: you didn't like the ewoks i just didn't like the whole there was a lot of weird stuff happening Everything in on that one endor yeah i like yeah. endor I okay endor standalone i agree i'm gonna give it an eight it holds up like super well i mean we're giving a 70s movie an eight like Mm -hmm. everything stands up the the music i gave 10 out of 10 oh for sure hands down um there there's little things like i i think i would have just i didn't need the cgi i I was gonna say
1: i think (laughs) i would give it like like an 8.5 without wasn't what he the did remastered in version. Yeah
3: yeah I did I need really that.
2: wish that Disney Plus would put on just like, like the 77 yeah. original Yeah version.
1: I don't need your like extra I, do, crap. I don't need it. So I just want to
3: appreciate it. it for like what it is and just the fact that it it sparked a whole fandom is amazing because yeah. it's yeah. like
2: one of the first franchises of movies. we
3: love a good franchise don't we yes, yes. we do well um, we're, we, we're we especially our generation is
1: predisposed yep. disposed yeah. pre yeah, predisposed. yeah we're predisposed to loving franchises yeah. so i feel like this started yeah. that whole
3: fandom Definitely. idea yeah and then for me in terms of Where it is in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, I like it the fourth best. So my order is 6, 5, 3, 4, 2, 1, in case anybody is wanting to know. So did you just count down? No, I didn't. It's 6, 5, and then episode 3. Like 1, 2, 3, I really like episode 3. And then 4, 2, 1. In case anybody was wondering, because there's probably some nerds listening right now. Okay. All right, babe. Um, when I
1: rewatch, I will give you another. <laughs>
3: the reason I like episode three a little bit more is because I, I always like when you see a villain become a villain. For sure. Like that to me is really intriguing. Well, I, I remember like as a
1: kid really liking that movie. Terrified yes. But the whole last an 30 an minutes. But just, like as an oh, adult, I'm looking back and I'm like, mm, I don't know well, if and I'm going to like it. It's the same reason like why
3: Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. That last like 30, 40 minutes will just blow your brains. Yeah like yeah, it's the a first hour sucks I know but I don't <laughs> it doesn't matter slow. to me I'm okay <laughs> with the build up like it doesn't matter if the end is that good for me yeah. it's worth it I'm a weirdo like it's like that. a crock pot okay?
4: it punches home yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like
3: how yeah, long must i really, really wait it really like, punches oh this is home good this is, and, this is worth the wait and, and, and now the anticipation <laughs> like, wow, this pot roast like, is fantastic. <laughs> like, I love when you think a movie sucks and then it ends and you're like oh my god good I'm I'm super weird anyways captain america civil war okay keep going I'm okay with that it's fine
2: um Okay, as a standalone, I think I'm going to give this movie an 8.5. Um, it's it's really strong. It's it's a really good movie. And the all of the technical aspects of the costuming. It, it won seven Oscars, by the way. Did Dang. I mention that? It was nominated for 11, and it, and it, won, it won seven Oscars. Okay, mostly, that's a good percentage. Mostly technical Oscars like um, production design and costuming and, and stuff like that. That makes sense. And it was nominated for Best Picture that year, which is wild. Um
3: it didn't win, or did?
2: It did not win. It did not win. What did it lose to? Do you, um, you know? I don't know off the top of my. Because now I'm curious. Yes, now I am curious as well. Hang on.
4: Do
3: do 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 do
4: do I have be. Where your awards? Oh wait, here it goes. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, one six six Oscars. Excuse oh,
3: me. Oh six Oscars. Uh, wow. Sorry, not seven. <laughs> well, how dare you give it an extra Oscar? So upset.
4: You know
3: what? <laughs> what Leo can't even get
1: one, and he's <laughs> over here giving extra Oscars.
3: <laughs> he's all, I'll take that extra Oscar. <laughs> Didn't he get one, now?
1: No, he did. I'm just giving
2: Leo. But there was a the point
3: where he didn't, and we used to make fun of him. Yes, It what? lost to Rocky. Oh,
1: okay.
3: <laughs> I've never seen Rocky. <laughs> Luis <laughs> probably
1: likes Rocky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you like Rocky, Luis? <laughs> yeah. He said He yeah.
4: said <laughs> oh my god
2: yeah David. he likes watching. okay babe um, what's your order broom, broom, in broom, terms broom, broom, of broom, broom, the six Adrian. star wars movies uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first six this is in my number two slot this is the second best Whoa. star wars movie how's your order so it goes uh empire strikes back number five well, can you say the numbers for my yes. brain yeah five four six three one two what i hate attack of the clones it's, Was that two that's two that's the worst.
3: You one. like it better like than it. the pod I like
2: races. Pod racing is awesome.
1: I remember really pod, pod racing, racing is too. awesome.
2: Darth Maul is awesome.
1: Yeah. Ooh, the red guy with the? Yes, <laughs> the music okay, is good. awesome. Qui Gon <laughs> Jinn is awesome.
2: There's a lot of awesome things, and then there's like Jar, Jar Banks and Anakin is nine years old. <laughs> <and> politics. <laughs> there's a whole yeah. bunch of bad stuff.
3: In that, honestly, the pod racing and all of that was so boring to me.
2: The pod racing scene that you see in the modern version, the one that's on Disney Plus, is boring. Double the length of what it was in the theater. I'm going to throw up. Oh. He did another edition of Phantom Menace where he made that scene longer. And uh,
3: But isn't Attack of the Clones, where? which one is that again? That's the what one happens where in
2: Anakin is, is older and he's got a little Padawan braid. And oh, God. Oh, like, that <laughs> is so San, I hate I just want to love you. San but is like, You're much older than me. I'm it's rough. not appropriate at all, but I'm going to be creepy to you until you
3: I think that's why I like it because it's so terrible. And it's then great. He,
2: like, kills a bunch of the sand people from Tatooine and yeah, I, I hate that. them. I murdered them. What does
3: he say about sand? Do you always say it's so good? I hate sand.
4: It's rough and it's
2: coarse and it gets everywhere.
1: Is that really
3: what okay, he Okay, Anakin. No, val- that's dead serious. That's valid, what he says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why ain't nobody going to no beaches. Sometimes Andre and I will just be sitting there and I'm like, I hate. Sand.
2: And also the sand (laughs) is where I was, where I grew up as a slave. That's what you don't like. (laughs) I think you're okay with sand. Wow,
3: psychologist Andre. Anyway. um,
2: (laughs) Anyways, okay, that's an okay order. So that's my order. And also, uh, in terms of all 11 Star Wars movies, episode four is number two. It's still still one and two. They're the same.
3: (laughs) The Last Jedi is still above number one for me. Correct. Thank you. All right. Um, I just had to agree on that. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, this has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yes, yes. Uh, very clir- critically I mean, that's ac- not surprising, acclaimed.
3: right? It's a good movie. It is a
2: is a very good movie. I brought up some bad reviews. I don't know if we want to take time to read any of them.
1: Um, read just one. Let me just read one. one. Is funny. Read a funny one. Yeah, <laughs> a one. I love one. the funny one. Because it's so there ridiculous when people
3: <laughs> get so mad <laughs> over a movie. i um, like, calm excuse down. Excuse me. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, I did not like. I didn't like. I don't know. We'll see what they did like.
1: They wore tan robes. That <laughs> is just such right. an awful characteristic. <sighs> Duel trait. of the
3: Fates, man.
1: Oh, here
2: it is. Okay.
3: <coughs> this
2: one is on IMDb. It's a 1 out of 10. Ooh. Oh. For, written in September of 2004. Okay. The title is For Immature Minds Only. What? It says. After wanting to see this for nearly two decades, I finally got around to watching it. What? Pathetic.
3: You didn't want to watch it that bad.
2: First off, I actually did feel excited during the yellow-bordered title sequence. I mean, the theme music kicked in, and I thought I was really in for something special. My God, was I wrong. This film is unwatchable. We have this tin can going around beeping every friggin' two seconds. (laughs) Easily the most annoying thing I've ever had to endure since seeing Julie Andrews, a grown woman by the way, actually skipping while singing a song about confidence in the sound of music. Okay, first on this, the dialogue sets in. And let me tell you, I've never in my life heard anything so juvenile. Like, I can't even revert my brain back far enough to an age where this dialogue would seem even remotely interesting, fantastic, or fun. The whole movie, script, costumes, story, is just one tacky, immature mess that absolutely stunned me in its awfulness, and I'm being completely serious. (laughs) Turkey out of five. Recommended for fans of Sesame Street, Bandwagons, and all things overrated. No
3: Sesame Street watcher is going to like this necessarily. <laughs> that That is actually untrue. So it's this very dude messy, is okay. <laughs> this dude's a real okay. adult, okay?
2: He doesn't go around skipping singing songs, all right? He
3: doesn't oh dear, like Julie he Andrews.
1: You can't, sound of music. That is the queen. As <laughs> soon as he
2: equated, this is Sound of Music. I'm like, all right. lost her mind. <laughs> Excuse <laughs>
3: me,
1: she is my is number
2: invalid. one
3: role model. his eyes got so big. Because <laughs> I immediately looked at you two like, oh, hell no. <laughs> he did not yeah, just be bringing that. up the oh queen right now. Can't be doing that. Yeah, so that, well, that listeners, that's the
2: kind of person that. <laughs> listeners, <this movie>. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: want to know your order of the six movies. If you want to tell us more movies, <laughs> go for it. Yes, we want to know. Uh, go to the Instagram If you want to hear more Star Wars, if
2: you're on YouTube, comment your your Star Wars order. Where do you rank? Star Wars. <laughs> for
3: some reason I was like your Star Wars order, like you're at McDonald's. <laughs> this <laughs> is my order. Can I get a <laughs> number five? Can I get a can I get a Darth Vader sandwich? <laughs>
2: can I get a number five with just the last thirty minutes of six? Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's funny. I like it. Okay. Um uh, yeah, so that's 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 it for Star Wars. What what are we what are we doing next week?
3: So next week we're gonna do a special feature. Something that I've kind of been wanting to do, and it's going to be around my birthday. It's January, so, you know, that means I get to pick my birthday episode. So we're doing something that I'm interested in, and I think maybe you guys are interested in, too, but we'll see. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) do a double feature
1: feature. of the
3: Fantasias. So Fantasia and Fantasia 2000. I only remember Fantasia 2000 in very minuscule Maybe just because I watch Fantasmic. I don't know. I only remember Turnabog. Fantasia. You only remember the regular Fantasia? Yeah, I think so, too. I saw Fantasia 2000 once. Oh, that's the one I once. watched as a kid. Yeah.
1: So this is going to be interesting. And
3: I think they're both well. relatively like short. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're like an hour yeah. long each or something. Easy to watch. So we're going to watch both, and we're just going to talk about them. And yep. don't these movies have no dialogue? So that'll be interesting.
1: Not Not a lot.
3: Lots no, of music it's like I the introduction that. of yeah. the
1: composer.
3: Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll and we'll I I actually have really been wanting to watch these for a while now. I just haven't gotten around to it, and so now it's like it took you two decades <laughs> to get around to watch Star Wars. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now now is the time. <laughs> now
2: is the <laughs> time to watch for the Star Wars and Fantasias. There we go. Yes, hippos. indeedy hippos. Hippos. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this extra long episode of uh, How long is Star it? Wars? It's an hour, hour, and and hour and a half. An hour and a half. If you want more Star Wars from us, uh, just let us know. You can uh, leave or a comment. Or listen to the crack. Yes, uh, actually, some more Star Wars is coming very shortly. So, so let us know on social media. We are at The Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All of those places. Uh, hit us up. Let us know how much Star Wars you want us to talk about. And if you want to hear us talk about even more Star Wars right now, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian <laughs> on uh, the this next episode of A Crack in the Vault, our after show for our patrons on patreon.com slash vault. Go there. It's only a dollar. Very cheap to get access to a bunch of extra content. We got podcasts and video game gameplays, and I post my notes there, and sometimes we'll hand throw you a link or two. Yes, the, <laughs> oh the notes for Star Wars are handwritten. Hand Good luck. Have fun. I'm not responsible for this anymore. Um... Uh, You are responsible for that. You did that to yourself. I couldn't possibly type this up. um, um, And I really
3: wanted Emily to film you because he takes notes on his iPad, so he's writing with his Apple pen like on his iPad, right? And every time he's like intensely watching Star Wars, and every time he like saw something like or thought of something, he wanted to write down. He would like flick his wrist with (laughs) his pen. (laughs) He like shakes
1: his arm out, and and then he's like, like he's like, ooh, this is good. I think (laughs) that's just how I write. I don't. Yeah. He Andre's I a very good lie, I think Andre's been doing that since high school. I yeah. think yeah. so too. He's very good.
3: <laughs> I know yeah. offense. it's like lefties do weird stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Dude. And he just like shakes out that. Andre loves <laughs> a stream of consciousness. Like he loves doing that. Yeah, so. for
2: for these notes I mostly was just writing the plot because it kept getting to a plot point and I was like that's cool. And then I write yeah. it down. <laughs> you just did
4: it right
1: there, yeah. too. You were oh he it? and oh you did God, it. Oh, my God, he did it again. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, you fake air wrote and did so. your flick of the wrist.
3: Look at the flick of the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> look up,
1: look
3: okay, flick. anyways. <laughs> anyway. Um, You're
4: welcome. <laughs> yeah, so go
2: there. Uh, leave us comments. Do all that stuff. If you want to send us a message about uh, specifically what we said in, in this episode, you can go to contact at Com. Send us an email. Or you can send a voice memo to the email. We'll play it on the show. That'll be cool, too. Um, and uh, and we'll reply back to you or, or read your message on the show. Uh, I think that's it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week for some Fantasia goodness. Um, that's going to be it for now. May the Force be with you.
4: Oh.